Over the past few years on Multi New Media, we have talked about Shopify several times, and here it is, the episode where we're going to look at Shopify and Magento and figure out which of these e-commerce solutions are really standing in for which type of e-commerce solution you and your business could be using. Hi, I'm Chase Raz. I'm a corporate trainer and consultant. I'm Chris Ayers, a systems architect and senior consultant. This is Multi New Media, and we're your technology advisors. This is Multinew Media. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, how about you? I'd be better if uh, right during that intro, if my uh, my right earbud had not just started. You know when they the, they do that weird vibration and it starts tickling? You ever yes. had that happen? Yeah, that happened right as I was talking. So sorry about that. If I sound uh, giggly, my earbud is trying to... Trying to play fun and games. You know, that sounds like a great product. You, you should. <laughs> what a bad segue, know, Chris. What a bad a segue. Site of some kind to, to sell oh. uh, that. You know, some sort of e-commerce site. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Wait, I'll get back on track. We're talking about those today. That's great. Exactly. Um, uh, so Shopify and Magento today, and these two, we picked for no reason other than the fact that they really stand in well for the industry giants in their class. Yes, there are true industry giants out there, e-commerce solutions that we're not going to talk about, but they're enterprise level. They're, you know, the the IBMs and the Microsofts and the, the, the sort of big boys of the world, if you will. And we're not necessarily going to walk right into them short of, what would you say, Chris? You work with that type of stuff. Maybe, you know, a couple hundred thousand, a couple million? Well, I mean, there there's all sorts of... Like, even with just e-commerce sites, there are people that try to do basic stuff with like WordPress. There's people that try to do it with their Sitecore and Sitecore Commerce. You have like like high end with CRM and sales pipelines built in. There's like Salesforce and SAP and you know um, Microsoft uh, Dynamics. Like like there's all sorts of of things out there to, to track and sell. But a lot of them are going to be overkill. For, for the audience we're trying to talk to, which is a small, small business or, or, or a, uh, an independent business where you don't need a lot of overhead to get started. You don't need a lot of uh, equipment or personnel to get going. You can either do the site yourself or do the site with a little bit of help and, and start selling your, your products and services and, and making that money, reaping those rewards. Yeah, and and that's the thing is we've we've mentioned Shopify several times, like I mentioned in the intro within the show over the past few years, and it's always come up in that same context of normally, Chris, you asking that question: Do you want to constantly, you know, fiddle with the tool, or do you want to, you know, get done what you're trying to get done? And I, I think that's where we're at right now is looking at this of you have the business idea or you have the business. And you know that e-commerce, you know that having a mobile responsive uh, online store is is really something that imagine running a restaurant these days without it. Imagine running a retail uh, store without it these days. You, you know you have to have it. Well, I mean, I'm a developer. So if you ask a developer, a lot of times they'll be like, do the thing that lets me write code. But the purpose of these sites is not 
to let the developer write code. <laughs> right. <laughs> the purpose of an e-commerce site is for you to sell things and make money. So it might be fun for me to write code to do that. But then there's also I, I click a couple buttons and boom, I have a site. So so <laughs> you yeah, can and- focus on the business tasks. Like that that's what this is about. You you know, focus on the business. Well, and we, we talk about that a lot and I've, I've shared multiple times that I have a hang up on that because I'm, I'm like you, I'm from the early days of the web and on, on at least my uh, vantage point there from the business side, that opportunity was ripe. Like you could do anything you wanted it. It, if it had been done, it hadn't been done, you know, to your specifications, to your liking. And so I got in this, this trap of, constantly reinventing that wheel not knowing if somebody else is working on it or that they are and I think at this point yeah no I I love even as a hobbyist I love to get into the code and I love to say oh look what I made happen you know even without having the the technical fundamentals to be that as a professional I love it but at the end of the day it is kind of like you know I can sit here all day and do that or I can accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish and I think both of these things that we're looking at uh, Shopify and Magento will enable us to do that. Is there any particular one you'd like to look at first? Um, because what we want to do in this episode is look at these two, just kind of talk about them, then go into some head-to-head comparisons for you know the sole entrepreneur and the small business. And then just like we did when we were introducing the Capu system for productivity tools, we want to give a Capu rating to both of these and see where they fall, what our recommendations would be in what cases, and what their overall score is. Well, um, I, I think that uh, Magento might be a good place to start. Okay, let's let's do that. And um, can I start at the present, and we'll work backwards? Um, okay. Well, I, I don't know if that's what we'll actually do, but... I, I just want to say that um, Adobe. I don't know the context of present and, and working backwards. So <laughs> that's, that's very I'm, true. I'm, I'm intrigued. So uh, Adobe has recently announced that they are acquiring Magento <laughs> and going to be including it. And in, I have no idea what type of suite or how they're going to incorporate it. I don't know if that information has been released yet or not. But but we do know that Magento is being acquired by Adobe, and that's kind of exciting because Magento. They say they're the number one e-commerce solution, and they, they really, I mean, they've leaped past so many others that you may have heard of in the past, like OS Commerce and Zencard and all of those, and that's kind of big news that Adobe is saying, yep, we want to snatch this up. Yeah, um, well, they have some some high-end uh, sales platforms that integrate with, with some of their other products. Uh, like Lifecycle, I, I don't know if that's as big as it once was. I mean, Lifecycle was like one of those um, high-end e-commerce sites, but I mean, this might feel, fill a uh, a niche in their uh, portfolio. Yeah, I think so, especially when you start getting into the um, the marketing cloud from Adobe and those really expensive product tiers. I, I think that's somewhere this is going to fit in. I. I, I, I do hope, right, because right now Magento has a community edition and their enterprise edition, so you can pay for it or you can choose to not pay for it, but you do have to know a little bit if you choose not to pay for it uh, uh, in terms of how to build the tech stack under it. But I, I wonder, I really do wonder if Adobe's going to keep that going forward 
I know we saw that when we talked about office productivity suites, we talked about open office and how Oracle kind of put the, you know, kibosh on that. Well, I mean, Magento has, uh, I mean, mean, it's kind of like WordPress in some ways. Um, Here's the software. You can go install it. Yeah. It, a lot of the cost of just a base install. I'm getting ahead of myself. Like the enterprise level, it can go up to costing $18,000 a year if you like max out all, you know, all the enterprise stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And and that's the far end of the spectrum, like thousands of thousands of dollars. Yeah, and if somebody's let's, listening to our show wanting to spend $18,000 on yeah. e-commerce solutions, I, I, I love you for listening, but you're probably, you know, <laughs> on the wrong show. Right, so we're probably going to look at the, the community version uh, of Magento. And why, so... The, the caveats on that are is it, it's not a hosted solution. And so you're going to have to install it on something. You're either going to have to go out and get your own domain and your own um, web server, or if you already have one, you're going to have to install Magento onto it. Yeah. So there's that. But putting that software in the, that's the free part. Now where the charges start coming is, so they have some themes. Those are mainly free, but then they have other ones that you have to pay for. And you can go out and find community-supported themes, and those people have spent time making it look good, and so they'll they'll want to charge you, and it might be from ten bucks up to a, a hundred. Yeah, for the uh, themes, it's it's you know I love the analogy you made with WordPress because Magento and WordPress are yeah. the, the exact same model of you know one's a, a CMS, the other is is e-commerce and they can both do the opposite the job CMS features there are cms features inside of magento absolutely because you're managing the content of your store yeah. but um so yeah you're paying for themes potentially um you're paying for um apps essentially like like connectors absolutely so mm-hmm. extensions as they're calling them and, and that's the plug in anything from facebook to to your crm solution to whatever but yeah but there's I'll, more to it you've got to take money so you need to be able to have a payment processor and they have like over a hundred different payment processors supported in Magento. So you can, if you need a site that's going to be taking your orders from around the world, you can have a lot more than just Stripe and PayPal integration. You, you can, you know, plug in Visa or plug in pretty much whatever is out there. There's probably a plugin for Magento to be able to take money and process that payment. Now, I did a little bit of research, like like the Stripe plugin. I think it was like ninety nine dollars a year to be able to use Stripe to take payments into Magento, and they charge the transaction fee. So there, there's the the yearly fee of like ninety nine bucks, and then there's a transaction fee of, I think it was two percent or two point nine percent, and then plus thirty cents. Yeah. So the example I saw was on twenty dollars, like like a twenty dollar t shirt. Stripe would take 88 cents. Yeah, that's so again, I hope we're we're painting the picture that this is um, sort of an older web model that we would have seen in the 90s and 2000s that here's the software. You can pay for extra features of, of the enterprise level and all of that. But whether you use the enterprise or community, the idea is you've you've got to you've got to provide the, the platform and the infrastructure under it. There is. I, would, I do want to circle back for just a moment, though. Um, I, I don't want to scare people off in the sense of saying that, 
oh, you have to host this yourself. You have to know how to download the software and install it. A lot of web hosts out there do have one-click installers for Magento, and there are a lot of pre-configured VMs for Magento. But, you know, even this morning I set one up, and I was working on one for uh, a student in one of my online classes uh, this afternoon. There's still configuration involved. So um, it's not that you have to, you know, be some type of a LAMP expert, um, but, oh, speaking of, Chris, I bet that I, bugs I think, you. I, I think what I was trying to go with was it's not like Squarespace or one of those hosting things where right. you go, click, this is the domain name I want, click, um, cool, here's my theme, click, um, I want to take payments to my PayPal or whatever, click, I'm done. Like, this is going to be a little bit more involved now there are going to be vendors that will wrap it and, and and package it up for you to make it easier sure but it's going to be a little more involved than click click i'm done sure and that's a perfect you know sat type question um <laughs> of if you were to compare cms's and e-commerce so wordpress is to uh squarespace as yeah. Magento is to Shopify. So yes. it's that this is the modular approach. You set it up. You do whatever you want. You can outsource that if you want. That's sure. But, that's fine. But you can also grow it. You, like you can, if, if you have a developer. Yes. Or, or you are a developer or know a developer, you can go in and customize it to your heart's content. You can rip apart the modules. You can, you can make code changes and style changes. You can do whatever you want. That, uh, you have access to the files. That's where I think Magento started when it started to pull ahead of others like OS Commerce and 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 the others I mentioned. I, I have a feeling that this was one of the reasons that happened is because Magento aimed or, or was aiming to compete with the IBMs and the Microsofts and and all of those of the world. And they were successful in it. And this is a product that you can click, you know, you have, let's say you have shared hosting and a one-click installer. You can go click, boom, there's Magento, it's done. And that same thing over multiple hosting services, over multiple years, over multiple upgrades can evolve into a full e-commerce enterprise level solution if you want to do that. And I think that's a, a sort of a big selling point of Magento as we, you know, dip our feet in here. There are over 3,000 uh, extensions in the uh, the store, and you can connect, like you said, to Facebook or Instagram. You can connect it to an a email campaign manager, um, and, and pretty much anything that, that's out there that you've seen, there's probably a plug-in to connect it to Magento. Yeah, MailChimp. Um, I, you know what? I'm, here I go, starting a list, and that I've got one item, MailChimp. <laughs> um, yeah. SendGrid? Yes, absolutely. But I, I got yeah. sidetracked. The reason I did that wasn't because I stopped at MailChimp. It's because I um, I lost my train of thought because I was thinking about I, I was in the uh, the extension store earlier today and I looked at some of the prices. I mean, you really have to do your research and experiment with a few things because there are extensions that you can add in to add a blog functionality to Magento. We were talking about, you know, the CMS functionality. You can add one in for free, but there are also some that cost, you know, $400, $500, 1000 if you have the enterprise version of Magento. So you kind of, because there's this mix of enterprise level and kind of do it yourself, you do have to spend a bit of time navigating the waters and figuring out, okay, what is the real difference between a $300 blog and a free blog and a $1,000 blog uh, extension? So there is a little bit... There's a little bit of learning that may have to happen here with Magento if you decide to jump in. 
honestly, I think five years ago, Magento was pretty much the only small to mid-range player out there. Like, it it was massive. Like, if you were going to spin up an e-commerce site, Magento was probably the answer for, for many, many years. And um, that, I think that's changed the last, like, three well, I, I kind of feel like right now it's back in Magento's court, unless you're on WordPress and going WooCommerce. I mean, OpenCart and OS Commerce and all of those, which are the real compet- original competitors to Magento, I, I, I'm with you. I feel like they fell, you know, they fell by the wayside a few years ago for the most part. And I, I do think you're right. There are more upstart competitors now. But so many people are trying to go to that subscription model that we'll look at in a moment with with Shopify that... I don't know. You know, I really question. I wonder how many more of this type of tool we're going to see. Yeah. Unless unless Adobe completely wrecks the community edition, in which case someone will fill that void. Yeah. With that, and I I, I tried to go down this path a little bit earlier, but um, we, we uh, meandered in a different direction. And uh, I bet, like most open source software, um, it's, you know, Magento is written in PHP, and I bet that just gets under your skin a little bit, doesn't it, Chris, as a, as a .NET developer? It doesn't even need to be a .NET developer. As a developer, <laughs> I have I take issue with PHP. Yes. Yeah. I'm I don't sh- like it as a language. I'm sure that this wasn't written in PHP seven, which would probably make it respectable to you. If PHP you t- five added object orientation. If you uh, took the time to look at PHP seven, which you're never going to do, and that's fine. Nope. <laughs> I like it. I'm I, I still like it. Um, let's go ahead and transition to Shopify for a little bit because I think we've painted some of this picture and then we can get into the head-to-head and the Capu rating. But Shopify, uh, much newer entrant on the market, of course. It's been around for a few years, though, like I said, and we've talked about it quite a bit. Newer than the, you know, do-it-yourself. And this is where we're looking at more of a turnkey solution. You know, buy a domain and point it towards this service and completely configure it Point, click, point, click, point, click, just like you described a little bit earlier. Pretty much. Shopify is, like I said, it's like Squarespace. Like, they have the software. Like, you never install it on your machine. You never have to spin up a virtual machine. You never have to worry about the storage and the bandwidth. How many pictures can I put in my my VM or my my VPS? Um, It's a hosted service. This is... You know, pass. This is this is a platform as a service. You are using this e-commerce platform, and they are going to handle the servers. They're going to handle updates. They're going to handle scaling. They're going to handle all the uptime. And because this is not an open source or community type product, they're going to have customer service also. I just I go a step further. I'm going to call it software as a service. It is so manicured. It is so landscaped that you're really just using sure. a software title that hides the platform and hides the infrastructure under sure. it. And and um, not to split hairs here, I just want to be very clear if somebody hasn't seen this type of tool. I mean, the interface, as much as we could call it something like WordPress or like Squarespace, it really reminds me of Wix, if anybody has used Wix. Now, I know people go, when I, when I say Wix, but Wix has a nice interface, I think, compared to some of the others. And um, yeah. I'm not saying that they're Id- exactly identical and have SEO problems like Wix does. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just liked it was nice and simple. You build your site. It's one of the easiest site builders that I've used in quite some time. And honestly, I, you know, when I did another review this morning on it, 
I kind of felt like I could have an e-commerce site up and running within a day if I already had the product. So I'm going to um, date myself, but this is like using front page to make a web page <laughs> versus using Notepad. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's good. Like front page or Dreamweaver or some type of yeah, you, visual. You just, you just drag and drop and let it do its thing, and, and it handles what's under the hood, and it and it works. Um, they. They also have even with there, there's a low end one, you know. So they have they have different scales of, of different costs that add additional features, and they have a store marketplace as well, where you can add in you know extensions and apps. Um, I believe when I looked last that it had about 2,500. Yeah, it's pretty extensive. Uh, yeah, it, it's 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 pretty much as extensive as um, Magento. All right. So, and you know, we've been talking about Shopify being newer and I I actually have to go back a little bit because we're talking about, you know, how the web has been getting easier and you just point and click and all of that. Shopify actually predates Magento. One of the things that I really want to... It was the market share, I think, that started shifting over the past time. Oh, definitely. Uh, Definitely. But I mean, the difference is like we're splitting hairs here in a year that that Shopify, I think, um, launched in 2006 and Magento started development in 2007. But, right, the the core team that was working on Magento, they come from other open source e-commerce solutions, right? We're talking about the Zen cards and the OS commerces and all of those of the world. So Shopify in general is still this newer concept, even though it may not be newer than than the one uh, PHP tool we're talking about. But when we're looking at Shopify, we have this newer mindset of it's all proprietary. um, It's all behind the scenes. It's all hidden. And you talked about several different tiers that you can um, choose to get in at. And when you if you were to go to Shopify.com right now and look at the pricing, you'd see thirty dollars to three hundred dollars. And I think we've joked about that in a previous episode at some point, just kind of saying, wow, what a, what a big spread. Well, it's it's a lot less than the spread of Magento, $0 to, what'd you say, 18000 a year? Yeah, yeah. So I, there's that at least. But w- one thing that's really going to be different is Magento is very much all about the e-commerce. Shopify is all about selling your product. So they they actually go a little bit beyond just the e-commerce solution. And you can get a tier that they don't advertise very much. It is on their website. But it's about $10 a month. And basically what they do is they give you everything else but the e-commerce website. Right? They give you the the Facebook Messenger integration. They give you the integration to be able to do like what we used to do with PayPal and have the the buy buttons if you just want to, you know, put on social media or your static web page, the ability to buy something. That type of tooling is all built into Shopify and available at a lower cost if you don't need the full e-commerce solution. Maybe you are only a social media entrepreneur. Maybe you already have an e-commerce solution through your existing web host or somewhere else. And so I find that interesting about Shopify because they're, they're still taking the idea of doing one thing and doing it well, but it's not fitting in with that open source world. They're saying, look, we are going to be the turnkey solution for you to be able to sell online. I honestly have not hosted uh, e-commerce sites on either one, so my experience is very limited. Um, what? Let's let's set up some stuff and just sell a bunch of widgets to people. But my like, I'm just thinking in my experience, I can figure out Magento no problem. 
some of the trickier customizations or configurations I, I don't think I'd have an issue with but and their support is all like in a forum so it's yeah. normal online support unless you're paying for enterprise that I'm comfortable with but if you're in business mode if you're a business owner or, or you're the marketing person or you're just trying to get something set up do you want to deal with that no, and, and since you just said you haven't used either of these, now you use a lot of e-commerce solutions, but not these two in particular. Let me just help out here. There is a large learning curve to Magento that I've kind of not mentioned to this point. And so you said, well, you know, I can figure it out. You absolutely can. The dashboard, the, the back end is, is beautiful. But there is a very particular workflow you have to follow to the point to where a lot of people who are used to, you know, composing emails and setting up websites using the tools that we've been talking about, it's not going to make sense how (laughs) Magento works, right? And what I mean is you go to one page and you create, you know, a new page and then you have to go to a different interface that you get to in a particular way and you have to populate it with widgets and sections and all of that and when you do any structural changes it's not like it goes live there's not a button that you can say okay i'm gonna go live with this thing you have to go to the software's cache so it caches all of its files you have to go there and each thing you changed you have to refresh the cache it's a very foreign concept to non-developers i feel like yeah it's like wordpress in some ways too like when someone first gets into it like setting up content types versus actually creating the content. Um, like it, it takes a little while for them to get their head wrapped around it. Right. Anybody can go put a product on Magento. Anybody can go put a post on WordPress. But if you're trying to put, you know, if you're trying to put a new carousel slider of your post on WordPress, well, it's just as hard, if not harder, in most cases to get the workflow in your mind of how to do something similar on Magento. It's, it's, it it is, and I can only say it this one way. It is a very particular workflow and you have to take the time to learn it. Yeah. So let's jump into some head to heads, Chris, because I think we've, we've described the software. We've talked about it. I, I hope that people are already somewhat familiar with it, but this is where we provide some really good value. And I enjoy this because I never know your answer going in, or at least most of the time I don't. So we'll, we'll, like we did before, we're going to break this down into the sole entrepreneur, small business for maybe five to 10 employees, and then what I'll call a growing business, I guess, or still small, but getting in a midsize, maybe 10 plus. I won't put an upper end on there. And uh, I am going to tell you, I'm going to cheat at this. I'm going to combine two of these levels. You'll see that later. But let's start with the sole entrepreneur. What do you think for, for that type of person, the one person rogue business mastermind? Shopify. That quick, huh? Shopify. <laughs> um, wow. Well, I mean, it also, I guess it depends upon what they're doing. Like, yeah. if you've already paid for a domain and a VPS host, or you know, some sort of online hosting, um, maybe Magento. Um, but my view of it would be: let's limit your overhead. Let's yeah. limit the time you're fiddling with technology and let's go click, click, click. And if you're even if you're paying thirty dollars a month or ten dollars a month or twenty dollars a month for the site, you spend five, ten minutes on it and you're not sitting there fiddling with it. Yes. And looking through forums, you're focused on the product and the money, not on the technology. A hundred percent. And I think a lot of people are going to view it backwards. And, and let me tell you why. When you talk about lowering overhead. 
the idea is going to be, well, I can set up for free with Magento with a click on my existing host, or I can pay $30 a month to start. And, you know, the business person is going to go to money as the overhead. But we've got to talk about the time overhead as well. Time. It's time. Again, I I love the development side as as a light hobby. I, I love the business side as a profession. It takes me quite a long time to figure out how to do anything in Magento other than add a product or add a customer, that type of simple stuff. It, and here's here's the way I'll say it. In Magento, you have to learn. In Shopify, you have to slightly explore to find the thing you're looking for. That's a big difference. So I guess I boil down in the same answer of, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit more clever about this. If you're a web person, an IT um, you know, type person turning to retail, Magento may be for you. For everyone else, I agree with you, Chris. Just straight up go go right to Shopify. Well, look, there, there are cases. Let's say you're at ten to fifteen employees, or uh, you know, you're you're a little bit bigger. Um, okay, you so now we'll server. now we'll go to the small business. Well, well, for a single person, I think Shopify just hands down. Like seriously, um, your job is not to play with technology. Your job is not to fiddle with servers. You might think you're saving money. But how much are you paying for hosting? Are you how much are you worried about bandwidth? Are you worried about performance? Are you worried about how much how many pictures you can store? Stuff like that. Are you going to have to pay for the modules? Are you going to have to pay for the connectors? You're going to have to pay for the theme. Shopify has more themes. Um, it integrates with a bunch of the stuff for free. Has unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage. Like to me, the overhead of figuring it out and dealing with it. If, if my site's down, I can call customer support and they'll f- fix it and they'll tell me what I need to do to make it not be broken next time. Like yeah. that right there is worth the cost of admission. I can't argue that one bit. Even if you are an IT person, I, I guess I should say, you know, I, I agree. If un- I, the, the exception, there's always an exception. And that exception is if you're a Magento person already. And you're coming from that side, just spin up an instance, you'll be done in 10 minutes and you know what you're doing. This but, is, but if that's not you. that That's assuming that they're a person who's run Magento previously. Right. And in that case, they're not going to go, should I do Spotify or, or, or Shopify or should I do Magento? They already know Magento. They're going to stick with that. Okay. So we, we're sole entrepreneur. We're both saying Shopify. Just go straight there. What about as you grow a little bit, you get a couple of employees. Does this change for you? Probably not, but <laughs> the, the, probably not. But I will say um, I've worked with some small businesses that, as, as they start getting employees or they start, um, as, as they've been around for a little while, they have reached out to developers. Um, I, I've done some work for them where they need little tools, and scripts, and you know, uh, complex formulas in Excel, things to help automate parts of their businesses that maybe they can integrate that into Magento. So if they have a developer, they have someone writing scripts or little pages, they could tie those things in pretty easily. That might suggest a little shift, especially if they already maybe have their own website up and their own web server and and they're paying for some of these things because as you start growing maybe you do have a server and you are paying for hosting and it might be that consideration of uh, I just want to put all my data in here I have a payment processor already so I'll link these together 
I mean, it's possible. Um, yeah. But on on the the flip side of it, I do also remember seeing Shopify has a point of sale they, um, application that you can use on iPad. They do, and that's where I actually want to change. <laughs> so in this head to head, I think everybody knows the answers we're going to give. We're starting with with Shopify. And we're talking about when do you switch. So let me change this frame entirely. Shopify itself has the ability to go back in and edit a theme and edit the code if you want. Now, that kind of surprised me. I almost thought it was a little bit like Squarespace, in in which case it's all locked down. And with Shopify, that's not the case. You could essentially come up with your own theme and integrate stuff in if you want. It is a little bit hidden, um, but you can do it. Now, with that said... Chris, you work with e-commerce solutions, with the big tools that I keep alluding to, um, sometimes with major companies. What is the the factor that would have somebody take a look at Shopify or something similar and go, mm, I think it's time for me to go to maybe a Magento or, or something else? How? What is the turning point since you do work with companies that are well past that turning point? Well, I mean, e-commerce can be hard. Let me just start with that. <laughs> <laughs> e-commerce can be hard. Wait, and, that's a rest. That's where the rest of us finished. So we need you to pick up there. <laughs> well, I mean, it's great that they have payment processors because, like the companies I'm at, um, we 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 deal with payment processors, but we have to take credit card information on our sites. So we're dealing with PCI, and we have to uh, go through. Uh, risk assessments and uh, penetration tests and we have to do PCI training to make sure that we treat credit card data securely, encrypted, you know, all all the high-end stuff. And then there's the other aspect of forgetting payment side of things, Um, you know, shopping carts and discount systems and integrating it with inventory systems and you know, complex rules for that stuff. That's where we're at, where there there's complex, updatable, like, menus or catalogs of items that have uh, multiple modifiers and, and, and deals and it, it, just a ton of extra complexity and business rules integrated into the system. I don't think you're going to hit that with Spotify or, or Shopify Magento. No. But. Um, well, with Magento, maybe. Again, it is designed to go full enterprise if necessary. Right. But what I was getting at is, yeah, I, I think the line starts being you have internal tools that you want to hook into your system. Um, I'm sure there's some connectors to hook in your data feeds and your other things into Shopify. But. Magento, you can probably control it yourself and have those, um, you know, your product database or your your inventory levels feed into it. Maybe script um, the sales pages and stuff. I just I feel like um, having access to the pages and the code, it would probably allow you to customize it a little bit more in some ways. And I think okay. that that's that's where the trouble comes in because with some of that customization, and we've talked about microservices in another episode, you could be running, you can conceivably take something like Shopify a lot further than maybe you used to be able to, right? I mean, does that make sense? Am I right in assuming that you're of the mindset that um, a small business really doesn't have any need 
to weigh the options of something bigger to get it into something more um it's just not even on their radar. Is it one of those situations like where I tell people in Excel, like, don't worry about the ceiling. You will know when you hit the ceiling. It will be yeah. unequivocally for sure you have hit the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, so and maybe it's a, a bad assumption on my part. If if you're a one one to five person shop, the complex business like if you're trying to sell a product. Do you really need super complex business rules and customization in how you sell that product? No. Let, no, no, no. Or is it most people buy, don't. buy one for X, buy two for two X? Maybe I have a buy one, get one free. Maybe I have buy one for 50% off. Like these are all super basic things any basic e commerce site can do. Yeah. If you're going beyond that, you're spending more time thinking about how to sell it than you are thinking about what you're selling. Yeah. And, and, I- and, and that that's. What's I'm what I keep thinking about. What do you need? Well, I mean, link it to social media, post it everywhere, do email campaigns, talk about it, blog it, tweet it, Facebook it, Instagram it. But other than that, it's an e-commerce site. Yeah, no, and th- and that's where it's it's a little bit tough because there's a definite appeal to things like Magento. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it it. Again, I did a couple of experiments even today in it and a couple of unrelated um, work in, in both of these projects or both of these solutions earlier today. So just kind of coincidentally, uh, this is my day today. And um, I just have to say there there is some additional level of frustration that, that can be avoided. Um, so Magento has additional frustration. It offers additional opportunity and I'm not going to zing it due to the score I'll give it in a little bit is actually pretty good but I just I'm, I'm with you here the simplicity and the turnkey now maybe somebody is making their entire business on the fact that everything's going to be open source or maybe one of the business partners you're bringing in is you know a web developer or an e-commerce specialist and, and that way it makes more sense even at five or ten employees to say all right one person is dedicated to this task but other than that, I just I'm looking for the more turnkey solution, and I think a lot of other people are as well. And I'm not saying Magento can't do that, but they're not openly competing in that market right now. Yeah, at least it doesn't look like it. So, and and that was my cheat, by the way. I was mixing small business and growing business all the way up to midsize. It's I viewed I them, <laughs> I, I viewed them the same in here as, um, you know, that's just kind of. I am not a small business owner in the in the sense of. I do not do retail where I think I would need an e-commerce site like this. But in my mind, if I'm not making, putting on display, or marketing my product, I'm probably wasting some time. Yeah, yeah. And so if, if those actions are being impeded by spending hours figuring out a technical thing, it's not worth it. No, and there's a good mindset. Um, I, I've when I looked at these two in the past for another reason, I had that same thing. I looked at the pricing of Shopify, and I had a little bit of a you know gulp moment of oh, but it's thirty dollars a month. And when you really sit down and think about it, that that exemplifies the problem you're talking about. If you are thinking that thirty dollars a month is a is a problem for a tool that's going to help you sell your product, you're spending too much time on not selling your product. Right. You know, you've got to focus more on the sales aspect and not on everything else. If you're thinking, oh, can I manage thirty dollars? If you can't manage thirty dollars, 
you probably ought not be selling what you're trying to sell. Yeah. If I'm just thinking you're selling something for five bucks. So six of them, you've paid the cost, you know, and now the rest is, is kind of like overhead. Think about every minute you're dealing with tech support or I can figure it out or I can fiddle it and you don't have customer support on something. How much could you sell in that time period? Or how much could you influence people to think about it? So let's let's go ahead, if you're ready for this, let's give them a rating because um, I, I don't want anybody to think I'm necessarily down on Magento. Um, I'm not, but I'd, I'd like to go ahead and get no, in I the... No, I think it has capability. I just, I don't, um, I think that today it's changed. I, I think that people like, um, uh, the subscription model works for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is one of them. That, that's where I think Adobe is in this, either for a big enterprise play, uh, so they can have an existing base to build on, or they have some idea to monetize it as a subscription. I, I, I kind of feel it has to be one of those two or a combination thereof, because you're right, the world has just changed, and a subscription model takes care of this problem perfectly, at, at least to, to, you know, to my thinking. Even if you have an existing website, just do a C name and point a subdomain over to it. I mean, it just works. So, Capu, remember, is capability, analytics, profitability, and usability. And I think we tried to do this so overkill with our productivity suites. Let's take each product one by one, Shopify and then Magento, and go through and rate each product in each four of those categories. So, Chris, what do you say we start with Shopify? Okay. All right. So, what did you rate it for capability? A nine. Ah, I did as well. So, what? any particular reason for a nine? Um, some of the research I did, uh, showed that there, I realized that Magento has a few more modules than, than Shopify and they have better support for payment processors outside the U S. And so I felt like comparatively why, while Shopify could do pretty much everything, um, it probably wasn't as strong in some areas uh, outside the country. Yeah, exact same reason. It's there. It's kind of like I mentioned that Excel problem of you. You'll know when you hit the ceiling, and that ceiling is is probably going to happen at some point in Shopify if you become a very large retailer, uh, at least a mid-sized online retailer. What about analytics for uh, Shopify? Um, from what I saw, uh, kind of outside looking in and just dabbling with it a little bit, um, I think Shopify is probably around a I, I guess it depends upon how much you're willing to pay. So the free one I'd say is like an eight and then the the higher end ones I, I would rate up to like a nine. Yeah, because they did have some advanced uh, information and dashboarding on the more advanced um, or the more expensive tiers, I believe. What, yep. uh, I'll, I'll go back through my numbers in just a moment. What about profitability? Um, oh, th- that one, a nine. So profitability in nine, um, is that similar to what you're talking about with capability? Uh, why why a nine? Why not a ten or a? I mean, I know not everything should get a perfect score, but it is it is interesting when you come that close. Well, the price is is a little higher than I think some people are comfortable with, but again, I feel like once it's once you've got it configured and running. Um, 
it, 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 the bang for the buck is just, is there. Yeah. Uh, just the low end price. I mean, I guess you said you, there was one that was $10 that, that might be more reasonable. Um, yeah, it doesn't give you the online store. It doesn't give you the, the shopping cart in the storefront, but it gives right. you almost every other tool. Yeah. And so what about usability? Ten. Ten. Um, do I even have to ask why? Nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so my Capu rating for Shopify was very uh, very much the same. Capability, nine. Um, and and I, for the same reasons as you, and plus I, I'll be able to explain that better uh, with Magento. So um, analytics for Shopify, I gave them a 10, and I know you gave them an 8 to start. But the reason I gave um, Shopify a 10 for analytics is because it's a point and click away in order to be able to enter your Facebook pixel and Google Analytics code. And that was okay. just big to me. If you need more than that, yes, you can go customize the template. You can change the HTML behind the scenes. You can do all of that. And, um, you know, I, I sure there's a little learning curve to that. But for Facebook Pixel and Google Analytics to be a click away, that just was no, a perfect fair. 10 for me. Uh, profitability, uh, I jumped this down a little bit from you. You gave a 9, I gave a 7. And the reason I did this is because this can be expensive. And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm saying that is, sure, we all know not to jump in at the $300 per month tier. Start light and build up. But I, the, the only reason I gave it a ding was really for the serial entrepreneur who wants to, you know, say, all right, I'm going to start this business and then I'll start another and then another. Next thing you know, you end up paying <laughs> this service, you know, five times over if you have five time, five businesses. Oh, that's fair. That's, and, that's very fair. And and I I have a little bit of an issue with that. However, I also do believe that keep keeping a wall between different business ventures is a very good idea. And I absolutely love their Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Kick, Amazon, eBay, and BuzzFeed integrations. So profitability couldn't hurt that poorly uh, just because of a little price bump. And then usability, I also gave a 10. So it looks like somehow... Chris, I don't know how we ended up agreeing on this. We both gave Shopify a 36 out of 40 possible points here. That means that we're grading it at a 90, which is an A minus. Yeah. I, I, I feel comfortable okay with, with that. that. <laughs> I'm perfect. Yeah, I'm with you. That's yep, that's exactly where they need to be. A little pricey. You know, there's always more to want, but they got the job done. So what about yeah. Magento? What about Magento's capability? Um, I feel like Magento's capability is very similar. I'm going to give it a nine. And it's because um, you have to go and probably pay for modules to get some of the same functionality that you'll get um, kind of out of the box with, with Shopify. So, so I mean, it, it's kind of a cross between profitability and in this particular case because of the, the extra expense and the um, having to pick and choose through multiple competing modules and, and, and you know, extensions that kind of do the same thing but have different costs. I can't fault you for that. I, I found that capability and profitability were, were kind of influencing each other in this as well. But before we get to profitability, what about analytics? Um, analytics, I'm going to have to go with an eight. I, I think you can get a lot of the same analytics, but I think you have to work at it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. So now profitability. Th this is where time is money. 
<laughs> and it's easy to spend a lot. Um, I'm gonna go with the seven. That's still for you know a time is money consideration. That's still fairly um, generous. I, I, I mean, it, it it it's free in some regards, and um, they can help you get money from all around the country and around the world because they they can support better localization and better payment processors uh, and there is a form to help like I, I know I've been dinging it but you know there, there, there's a balance there exactly and so what about usability I think I'm going to have to drop that one down to a 7 as well yeah I, I, I don't think it was as user-friendly. Now, once you've generated a thing and, and you've got a site, the sites can look very similar. Um, they have some built-in themes that are, are mobile-ready and all that, uh, and the sites can be usable. It's just some of the internals, like looking around it. I heard multiple places and my playing with it, there is a steep learning curve. And so you rated it at um, overall a 78%, which would be, what, about a C plus? Yeah. Yeah. And so my Magento was was a little bit different from yours, but not not drastically. So in terms of capability, you gave a 9. I'm going with 10 here. Okay. And I gave it a perfect score because I wasn't trying to penalize it for the amount of work that was going in. I was looking for just, I was trying to. The modules. Yeah. Anything you want to do, you can do as long as you have the development know-how and the time to make it happen. So, yeah, that learning curve is there, though. Analytics, you gave an 8, I gave a 9. Um, I didn't give it a perfect 10 like I did Shopify because, you know, Google's easy to integrate with Magento, but it's kind of hidden under some weird sales configuration option. And Facebook Pixel is nowhere to be seen unless you go and manually edit the code, which, again, that's not hard. But, again, like you said, time is money, even though I'm not trying to penalize it on that level much. Profitability, um, I I actually, we inverted here. See, I gave Shopify a 7 on profitability, and you gave it a 9. Well, you gave Magento uh, a seven. So, of course, I have to give Magento a nine here. We have to invert. And the reason I'm doing this for profitability is a very clear reason. One or two reasons, really. One, community is free. And two, um, you can run multiple stores at the same time if you want. Not even saying you can install multiple on the same VM or same server. The same instance of Magento, even the free version, can run multiple completely different stores. And I just... Okay. If you, okay. No, yeah. Yeah, if you are going to make the time investment, that's big. Now, usability. I jumped this all the way down to a six because okay. it's difficult even for me to navigate. I have to. And I want to be clear about this. I have to use the help forums to understand how to do relatively basic things in Magento. And I'm, I may not be, you know, a developer, but I'm, I'm certainly not the, the dullest crown in the box when it comes to using tools. So that really hurt, uh, not just my ego, but that hurt their score because I was trying to add text onto the homepage and I could figure that one out. But if I wanted to add a product to the homepage, I actually had to search. Oh, like, uh, 
like a, a hero image. Right, exactly. I had to search and kind of figure it out and stumble through and the, just that, that damn learning curve. Um, so whereas you ended up with a 78%, I was a little more generous, if you will, to Magento. It gave it an 85, which is a solid B. But um, I, I honestly, I, I feel a little more comfortable with your grade of a C plus because <laughs> and, in all honesty, even though we split hairs on how we got there, I think a C plus makes a lot more sense because of that time involvement uh, and the time investment you're really going to have to put in if you want to go with Magento. I, I mean, honestly, my my opinions about tools has dramatically changed over the last few years. Um I used to love like just getting down and dirty into the code. Um, I was compiling my own Linux kernels. I, I, you know, I was, I was like reinstalling my windows machine every three to six months um, just to like keep it fresh and set it up and no bloat. I just want things to work these (laughs) days. I, 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 I want to focus on the things I want to focus on and not sit there fiddling with the tool. Now, it's do you, tool. It's do you made think to help us? Do you think it's that's because made. you've done that or is, so is that a level of your professional career? Is that a milestone you've reached or is that a sign of the times? Or is it a sign of get off my lawn that I'm a crushy <laughs> old guy now? I wasn't like, I wasn't going to I wasn't going to put it that way. I was talking about professional um acumen. But, but I mean uh, I have friends like like I I use an iPhone. I have friends that a large number of friends who all use Android, and they constantly wonder why I use an iPhone. And I'm like, it just works. <laughs> like I I would probably fiddle with my Android phone. I might break it. I might have to like do stuff and reset it. My iPhone just works. Well, yeah. you you know I was diehard with with Windows Phone until the end, and. When I switched back to Android, it was kind of like, mm, this can be difficult. And then I decided, well, let me try some mid-range and higher-end phones. It's it's so simple. <laughs> like it, it really is. It's, I was using a Pixel 2 earlier today, and it's just, it's about the iOS level of simplicity. Um, so yeah, maybe you want to revisit that me, in the future, but I understand your sentiment. Yeah, I I want my tools to be there for me to use them to do what I want. I don't want my tools to be there for me to have um, a time waster or, you know, I, I, my days are full and I have limited time. And so the less time I can spend fiddling with tools and software, the more time I get to focus on the things I actually want to do that, that, that should be my focus. If you ask me, that sounds like a perfect place to conclude this episode of um, maybe it's a sign of us being old men. Maybe it's a sign of uh, we're not old men. Uh, maybe it's a sign of the times. I'm going to lean that direction because that, that one's I am the get off my lawn guy, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I started that when I was in my 20s, though. So uh, that that's just me. Um, yeah. That, a minus for uh, for Shopify C plus range for Magento. 
It's your choice to make, though. Let us know what you end up using. Check out multinewmedia.com. Um, hit the hit the episode link for this particular episode. Let us know in the feedback. Email us, feedback at multinewmedia.com. Let us know what you are using or have chosen to use based on this episode. Chris, any final words? Get off my lawn. <laughs> all right. That'll be all. Take care. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care.